Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Secret Invasion hiding a major Marvel villain? Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Dan Casey, and today we're breaking down the paranoia-inducing new trailer for Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion is officially coming to Disney Plus on June 21st, and we're starting to get a clearer picture of this shape-shifting spy saga about to turn Nick Fury's life upside down. The show will introduce Kingsley Benadire's Skrull extremist Gravik, but is another major villain hiding in plain sight? We think so, and if we're right about this, it could have major implications for not just Captain America New World Order, but Thunderbolts and the rest of the MCU as well. We're gonna break it all down for you in just a moment, but if you wanna go into this series knowing nothing at all, then leave now and maybe grab yourself something to drink. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? Secret Invasion is taking the Marvel Cinematic Universe back to some major Phase 2 vibes, with a spy thriller about terrorist sleeper cells and Nick Fury skulking in the shadows. Sounds familiar? Yeah. Great. The new trailer contains some familiar shots as well, including Nick Fury returning to Earth in a sequence that evokes close encounters of the third kind. Ben Mendelsohn's friendly scroll Talos returns, telling Fury, since you've been gone, things have gotten much worse. He's talking about both the deep feelings of resentment among these scroll refugees back on Earth, and audiences' lukewarm reception to phases four and five so far. Got him. Yeah. Now, as we saw in Spider-Man Far From Home, Nick Fury was sipping on tropical beverages in deep space while Talos pretended to be him back on Earth. Who's got my shoes? Many of us assumed that Fury might be on some sort of mission. Maybe he was helping S.W.O.R.D. and Abigail Brand establish a deep space monitoring station like the Peak. Or he was scouting for viable Skrull homeworld replacements like he pledged to do in Captain Marvel. The truth, though, is far bleaker. Speaking with Vanity Fair, Samuel L. Jackson said the real reason Nick Fury's out in space is that he's up there trying to process what the f*** happened, you know? And what his place in the world is. The death of Iron Man, the death of Black Widow, with that stuff going on, he just kind of checked out. Unfortunately for Fury, since he's been gone, resentment has festered and calcified into pockets, pockets. of scrolls who are fomenting, fomenting rebellion. I know, wrong show, but same spirit if you think about it. So, Led by Gravik, these scrolls are tired of waiting on Nick Fury's empty promise of a new world for them to occupy. They are striking out now with targeted attacks, including one where Gravik detonates explosives in a Russian marketplace in which Maria Hill is in the crowd. So what exactly is the invasion part of Secret Invasion? Well, that ties into the centerpiece of our theory. Throughout this trailer, we see a few shots of scrolls with what appear to be superpowers. One scroll in particular seems to be able to morph his arm in a way that mimics what we've seen from Groot or Mr. Fantastic before he got turned into human spaghetti. 
It looks like Gravik is the one that possesses this unique ability, and it seems to be a fair sight stronger than any shape-shifting we've seen thus far from Skrulls in the MCU. Hey, this one's taken. And that has us wondering if Gravik could be the MCU's stand-in for Super Skrull. He's one of the Fantastic Four's most fearsome foes in the comics. First introduced in 1963's Fantastic Four number 18, Super Skrull was genetically engineered to be able to mimic the powers of all the members of the Fantastic Four. And while we've only met one member of Marvel's first family in the MCU thus far, the trailer hints at other ways the Skrulls could have been obtaining genetic material for their sick shape-shifting science. In one shot, we see a metal briefcase bearing the Department of Damage Control's logo. The label reveals it contains a genetic specimen from Cull. This is most likely Cull Obsidian. Remember him? He was the towering beef castle from Thanos' Black Order who attacked New York City in Avengers Infinity War. And while Wong sent him on a one-way ticket to the Arctic, Cull Obsidian's arm was left behind to sit in deep storage in Damage Control's vaults. And as we saw in Spider-Man Homecoming, they've got a lot of questionable stuff in there, including an Ultron drone, so it makes sense why they'd hold on to an errant alien arm as well. But that's only one part of the equation here, because much like Super Scroll has the powers of all the Fantastic Four, we think they could be collecting and harvesting other superhuman DNA to make an army of superpowered Scroll soldiers. These Scroll extremists are clearly tired of hiding in the shadows, and Gravik's faction is of one mind about this goal. It's really hammered home by the sequence of Talos confronting Gravik at the London Portrait Gallery, because they're in front of ads for the Faces of Freedom exhibition. The face of freedom for these Scroll people isn't Nick Fury or Talos. It's Gravik, and his violent means of seizing what's rightfully theirs resonates with this new generation of Skrulls. One of that new generation is Amelia Clark's Gaia, who's confirmed to be the grown-up version of Talos's daughter, who we first saw back in Captain Marvel. Now, though, she finds herself ideologically opposed to her father and in league with Gravik's extremists. But for how long? Who knows? Because in one sequence, we see her walk into a giant lab or a morgue filled with bodies. They're all under strange cloths with glowing restraints. Now, the implication here is that these are either prisoners may be people the scrolls have replaced and their DNA is being scanned here, or this could be a lab where Gravik and his co-conspirators are creating war scrolls. The war scrolls were deadly scroll variants that can replicate superhuman powers, and we first saw them in all of their terrifying glory in 1991's Uncanny X-Men 276. As for other superpowers, there's a conspicuous shot of a French newspaper about the Avengers in the Battle of New York. An off-screen voice asks, where have the Avengers gone? They've been awfully quiet ever since the events of Endgame, and this could be because many of them have either been kidnapped or replaced by Skrull counterparts. And this could play into why Nick Fury says this is a war that he has to fight alone. Maybe he knew about the Skrulls' plans to replace superheroes or gathered their DNA. Or he doesn't want to risk the Skrulls getting their hands on the immense Earth shaking powers that many Avengers have. And I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. This also raises another question. How exactly could the Skrulls be pulling off this transformation? Well, the answers could lie in Russia. Executive producer Jonathan Schwartz confirmed to Vanity Fair that Gravik's base is in a decommissioned radioactive site in Russia, because Skrulls are much more able to withstand radioactivity. And given radioactivity's close relationship with creating superpowers in the comics, that purple device we see towards the end of the trailer could be a means through which Skrulls can alter their DNA at the cellular level. It could imbue them with superpowers beyond their inherent shape-shifting abilities. This base would give them both the secrecy they need to create an invasion force and explain why they need sensitive superhuman genetic material from the likes of Damage Control. 
The best evidence, though, of a super-powered Skrull army seems to come during the attack on President Ellis' motorcade. We see attack helicopters fire missiles directly at the sitting President of the United States. It looks like both Gaia and potentially Talos are caught in the crossfire as well. In Talos's case, it appears like he was shot maybe by Gravik's army of mercenaries that he leads on foot to finish the job. So why take out the president? Well, perhaps President Ellis was already a scroll in disguise, or they wanted to try and replace him with one in the chaos that follows. Or with multiple attack helicopters, dozens of fully kitted out soldiers, maybe someone else is bankrolling Gravik's operation entirely. So who could that person be? <laughs> That's right, folks, this could all be connected to Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine and General Thunderbolt Ross's increasingly brazen bids to seize power. It's part of the ongoing storyline that's been playing out in the background of the multiverse saga with organizations like Damage Control and the U.S. government. They're increasingly trying to police metahuman activity through escalating use of force. We've seen them use Stark Industries drones and sonic weapons on the likes of Kamala Khan and Ms. Marvel, they imprisoned people like the Abomination and She-Hulk, and they transformed their purview from cleaning up after battles to chasing down vigilantes in the streets over the course of Phase 4. And this is all building up to Thaddeus Ross becoming President of the United States and Captain America New World Order. Now, part of that new world order includes making a police state in which superheroes are directly under the government's control. Unlike Civil War, with the Avengers scattered to the winds, there is no one to meaningfully stand in Ross and Val's way. In the meantime, they'll continue to recruit their version of the Avengers, the Thunderbolt, and what feels like could parallel the Dark Avengers storyline from the comics. Well, you know, until the Avengers finally do reform to clean Kang's clock. Hey, Another major clue? Look in the background of this attack. Air Force One is A-OK. -okay. And now that Thaddeus Ross is played by Harrison Ford, we know what he's really after. Get off my plane. Whatever the case may be, Fury's going to need all the help he can get, especially if Gravik really is making an army of Super Scrolls to try and take over. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's everything you need to know about the latest Secret Invasion trailer. We still have plenty of questions like, was that Martin Freeman's Everett Ross on the roof? What is Olivia Colman, Sonia Fallsworth really up to besides, you know, torturing a dude in a meat locker? For now, we'll keep you posted over on Nerdist.com, but in the meantime, tell us, what did you think of this trailer? What do you think of this theory? Am I supposed to guess? Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.